0: Thank you very much, Pat. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Lovely to see you all this morning. Shall we pray once again, Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you that you are celebrated around the world this morning. As we look to you, Lord, as we look to the story that has gone from generation to generation. Lord, open our hearts, open our minds this morning. And give us, Lord, some insights, some different insight, Lord, that will take us into something new and discovery, uh, discover that in our lives this morning. And I'll just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. So, last uh, week Jim uh, spoke to us, uh, didn't he, about the visit uh, that Angel Gabriel made to Zachariah uh, for telling uh, the birth of John the Baptist and today uh, we're going to turn our attention to Angel Gabriel's visit to Mary. Ma- Peter, oh, I like that, I like that. Uh, Mary, yeah, a virgin name, Mary. So let's get straight into the text. Linda, if you wouldn't mind coming out, she's going to come and read this passage for us. Thank you.
1: If you'd like to turn the church Bible, to page 1026. I'm reading from Luke chapter 1, from verse 26 through to 38. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. You will be with child, sorry, over with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her.
0: Thank you, Linda. Wonderfully read. Thank you. So, um, we notice, don't we, in uh, this uh, reading here that Luke begins by establishing the time of the visit uh, to Mary by referring to um, the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. And we also see that God sent Angel Gabriel to Nazareth, not too far from the Sea of uh, Galilee. And as many of us know that in the Bible, Jesus is repeatedly called Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus would always identified uh, with this place now Mary was engaged to this man as we know uh, named Joseph and uh, Jewish custom in that day divided the marriage process into three stages Uh, the first stage was the engagement which is a formal uh, agreement made typically by the parents which included time uh, for the families and couple to meet and get to know one another then the couple would enter the second stage which was called the betrothal, a kind of ceremony where mutual promises were made and this betrothal could last up to a year. Um, however, during this period, the bride and groom, uh, they were bound to obligations or under the obligations of faithfulness and only a writ Uh, a divorce uh, uh, could break that covenant. And when that waiting period had elapsed, the third stage would transpire, um, where a wedding ceremony would take place and the families would celebrate the feast, and this could last days, days wonderfully, uh, celebrating uh, a a wedding over a few days. Not quite a shotgun wedding though, right? So, Some of you may know this, Uh, my parents um, uh, were Hindus, and in the Hindu culture, uh, certainly when I was growing up, arranged marriages were quite common. However, living in this country from a very young age, and for me and my two brothers, it didn't take us long to adapt to English culture. And uh, in my early 30s, I met Anoush and I proposed to her, and we were well on the way to planning Our wedding and uh, one day Anush and I were driving, uh, well I was driving and Anush and I was a passenger in the car and my auntie calls me on this hands-free and she says to me, Yatrik, after the usual you know how are you, what's been going on etc, she goes Yatrik, guess what, I've got two women that have come from India, do you want to come and see them? And I was like uh, you know, to come and be introduced to, to both of them and see which one you'd like. And I was like, at this point, Anoush and I both looked at each other and we were like, I, I think we were in shock. I mean, we were totally in shock. And my auntie didn't know that Anoush was in the car either. So that was a bit, that was a bit strange, right? And then I said to my auntie, I said, look, I said, thank you, thank you. Thank you for offering me this wonderful proposal. However, I'm, in, uh, I'm engaged and I'm getting married. So, um, yeah, so we carried on talking for a little while in, uh, in general and then uh, before we said our goodbyes, she said, are you sure you don't want to come and see, <laughs> see these two people? And I said, yes, of course. I said, no, thank you. You know, I have to say, it was one of those bizarre moments in life that took just, yeah, it took me by surprise. Maybe Anush and I should have prayed about it, I don't know, but there was something going on there. But anyway, um, and so I just thought I'd a little bit there, but I just wanted to share with you, Mary was this uh, betrothed version, right, that was waiting for the celebration of her vows and her union with Joseph. Another point to note here, is that during the betrothal, if the woman was found to be pregnant, uh, she would uh, be viewed as an adulteress um, and, in, and during those days likely to be stoned to death. But there's no ambiguity, is there, when we read in that text that Mary was indeed a virgin? So let's go on to our next uh, verse. The angel went and said to her, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. How many of us do you think would be petrified if an angel came up to us and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. I would probably faint, but, you know, I mean, seeing an angel, she would, have, you know, she would have probably been startled as well. So here we are. But you know, as Christians, we too are highly favoured. You know, Paul tells us that in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. And the Lord is also with us, the Great Commission. As, Je- as Jesus pointed out in Matthew 28, he is with us. And God highly favours us as we work out our salvation with him. As we set out on this journey with God to carry out the the work that he calls us to do. And so carrying on in our text, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. You know, Mary undoubtedly, she imagined, you know, the challenges that she would face when the angel gave her these instructions. Mary wouldn't have been prepared really for just how difficult it would be. Perhaps one of her first thoughts could have been, well, how is anyone ever gonna believe this miracle? Not to mention her husband-to-be Joseph, how, she, how he was gonna react. Similarly, at times when God calls us, it's usually unexpected. And we too find ourselves with challenges that we're often not ready for because when you think about it even though we have this certain degree of influence over our lives god is still in control and he doesn't control us to harm us he doesn't control us to conflict with his goodness and his grace and his commandments he challenges us but he doesn't put us into that detrimental situation. So although God used Mary for his great plan, the angel focused on Mary, a virgin, conceiving a son, just as the prophecy in Isaiah spoke about several hundred years ago. And as part of the announcement, Mary was commanded to name the baby Jesus, which is the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew word, Does anyone know? Yeshua. Yeshua, which means to save or deliver. To save or deliver. And then the angel said this, and this is really powerful for me. When I read this again, I kept reading it. He will be great. He will will be great you know Charles Spurgeon uh, he was instrumental in his preaching during the second half of the uh, 19th century and he said this no one has influenced history more than Jesus Christ is it not proven that he is great conquerors are great and he is the greatest of them Deliverers are great, and he is the greatest of them. Liberators are great, and he is the greatest of them. Saviours are great, but Jesus is the greatest of them. I would have loved to have been in in that room for that sermon that he gave. Wow. You see, Jesus is great in the perfection of his nature and all that he did for humanity and there is no one like him no one and so mary's response going back to our text how will this be since i am a virgin those of us that are being called by God out of our comfort zones, we question God, don't we? How can this be? How can this be? You're calling me to do what? No way. Send someone else. Send someone else. I'm not ready. Not ready. You see, when God reveals that it is you that he's calling we have an obligation as christians to obey our god to obey because without obedience to god our faith becomes shallow and it becomes futile so obedience to god is always necessary and this is where this is where the holy spirit does his work amongst us and the power of god will overshadow us meaning that where god is at work in us there he will cover us with his wisdom and power and revelation friends the same God that was at work in Mary and this was astonishing for me to remind myself about the same God that was at work in Mary is the same God that is at work in us today Isn't that amazing? The same God. And so Mary's question though in every way, a very reasonable ask under the circumstances, reminds me that, do you know what? All things are possible with God. And I think we read some of that scripture today. All things are possible with God. Jesus himself points that out, doesn't he? So so Mary's question, how will this be, is answered in the following verses. Angel Gabriel declared that this would be a supernatural conception involving no man. It would be the work of the Most High God through the Holy Spirit. And of course we see that Angel Gabriel highlights the miracle that had already taken place with Elizabeth's conception. He's backing up. He's saying, hey, look, Elizabeth was barren. The miracle was already taking place. Take note. Take note. So when God calls us, it can remind us that actually, hey, God called Pat or God called Hudson or God called Linda to do these things. Isn't that amazing? And now He's calling me. But God says, just remember, I'm, I'm, calling your, I'm calling the people that you are brothers and sisters with to encourage us. You're not the only one that's going to get called. You see, God originally created humanity, you know, out of nothing. And he would soon create out of nothing what Mary really needed to conceive a child. And within Angel Gabriel's announcement, we see all three persons of the Trinity referenced. You notice it? God the Father, by the work of his Holy Spirit, would bring God the Son into the world through Mary. Amazing son of the most high and after hearing this Mary's response is wholly indicative of her faith and trust in God and she says this I am the Lord's servant may your word to me be fulfilled critical words from Mary Critical words. You see, faith is not a decision. Sorry, faith is a decision. It's not a feeling. It's a decision. It's not a feeling. Take your emotions out of it. Faith is a decision. Mary made that conscious decision to accept her circumstance. Because she trusted in the character of God. She didn't wait for her conflicted emotions to settle down. She didn't ask how God would work out all the details before submitting to him. She didn't ask either for time to think it over. She made a decision to trust in God's power and goodness despite the inevitable hardship that that was gonna ensue. Friends, Mary's response was an affirmation of faith in God whom she completely trusted. Do we have that complete trust in God? Is God calling you? to do something specific? Do you have the faith of Mary to just say, yeah, I'm ready. I'm willing to accept whatever you're asking me to. You see, submission to the will of God becomes, it becomes much easier when you turn your eyes upon Jesus. Linda and I We are speaking last week, and the words from the song, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. is God calling you to something new? I want to... Where's my little angel? Ah, here we go. Anoush, would you mind giving out these? Um, This is... A key ring, it's one of my gifts. I'm going to start giving you gifts over this Christmas period. And this is an angel, it's a key ring with a little angel on it. And I want us to, to have this to remind us that God has favor upon you. If you are a true believer of Jesus, if you've given your life to Him, submitted to Him, this is a reminder. Keep this as a reminder that Jesus loves you and he is with you and he will call you according to his will because if you're serious about a relationship with Jesus make no mistake I'll be talking about this in the new year because we're going to go deeper into how and why we are called by the Holy Spirit but just remind yourselves this, you, are, you have favour with God You have favour with him. He loves you. He wants to bless you. If you're called by God today and you feel that there was something that's been on your heart over the last few months, weeks, years, I want to pray for you. I want to give this over to the Lord Jesus who mightily makes things happen in such a wonderful way out of Mary and the the conceiving of this child by his Holy Spirit we have church today friends we have Jesus in our lives today can I just ask you if you would like to stand with me if God is calling you Hold your hands out and receive the Holy Spirit this morning. Is he calling you to do something extraordinary? Has, some, has he put something on your heart that maybe you just can't fathom? You can't even control. But yet, God is in control. Receive the Holy Spirit this morning. And Lord, say... We are here for you I am here for you use me in the way that you would call me into this place into our community into our church into our families into our lives into my workplace use me to be the person that you want me to be challenge me oh God the Lord has favour upon you. And Father God, we pray for obedience in that call. Help us to be obedient to those things that we cannot do. But we know you can and we lean on your strength and your power. We trust you, God. We trust you in everything. You are our living hope. Lord, you are our living hope. And we celebrate you this morning. In Jesus' name.